It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Quell Jackson, he's the man. He's the man. That's probably like... What? I kind of name dropped Dequell with some of my like old New York friends. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, hey, Dequell's my buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just texted me about uh, right. you know, something. Yeah, no, Dequell's the best. He uh, he was on today at 11:01. Oh yeah. Oh, he yeah. watched the whole. Yeah, well, he was watching when Mary Kay was on earlier in the he week. Do, so he's, he's he does the film in. study. He yeah. doesn't come yeah. in. You can tell. Nah, nah, yeah. he's, lo- he's locked in. There, yeah. There's he no doubt watches. about it. Always uh, has. Let we, me. I gotta ask Brad and G this. Yeah. You got not a lot of time for this. <laughs> okay, give me give me one quick answers, guys. <laughs> After hearing from Dequell, Mikey. do you feel any better about giving Kevin Stefanski a fourth season? Well, I Dequell think, make I, you feel a little better. Well, I think Dequell's giving me the reality because I don't think the Browns are going to pull the trigger on. No, they're, not. they're but not. But he didn't want them to either. Well, well, I, but now he said next year, different yeah, story, I, and I'm with I, him. I, I, he didn't I, just I, say they I, won't I, do it. He said he wouldn't yeah. do it. Gee, do you feel a little better or no? Um. Well, make you feel a little better about the situation. I, I knew they weren't. Good. They're not going. They was never going to. No, we know that. But, like the, but he wasn't just saying he they're wasn't not going to do it. He was just saying they're not going to. He, he was saying he they should. Do. do you like this? We're using a real football player now to support <laughs> to buttress your argument. No, no, uh, no, no. We're like, would, say no to the real football. Player. I, 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 I would. I the I'll say no to it all day long. This is not my philosophy. No, you guys don't have to change your mind. I would do it. I would do it at all. He just said, did it make you feel better? Yeah, no, no. Didn't make you feel better. The only way it make me feel better. Is if, if I see results, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. results. That's I fair. mean, if you, we could do head cannon all we want. Like, That's yeah, it sound cool. And we might get it done. Coming up in, uh, in I think one of the other second uh, segments, we doing a um, resolution. For yeah, the that's coming up now, right? We we'll do headlines. We're gonna yeah. do resolutions a little later. Okay. It'll, it'll we do promise in. that we gotta do. We do have tease membership stuff. I, I was just gonna bring that up. I love one the same wavelength. Gee, we gotta talk about memberships. Uh, you and uh, you and I love doing the bonus content. Everybody loves doing the bonus content. Overtime. There's the starters tier for your emojis and your community posts. And you're always. G is always chatting with people. Doesn't matter yeah. the time of day. I was I was mad. I was mad at Bull and at GD. I was uh, in, in the chat. What? I said, I'm tired of hearing about the Bengals and the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> tired of it. <laughs> they was like, dang, well, dog. It was come, like two know. in the morning. They was like, you, why are you still up, dog? <laughs> Did you talk to them today about still this or mad? specifically? Damn. And I was like, yeah, but I'm always in, the, ch- in yeah. the chat in the tab, bro. You know, in the community tab, it, it never stops. That's why you, there's a different group of people that's in. There's a live chat. Yeah. Then there's the people that are in the comment section. Okay. Yeah. And then there's people who go back and watch like old shows. Yeah. Just to do the rewind to see how dumb we were back in the day. Because <laughs> they try to get you that I got you moment. So, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. so right. they still comment on other things that was like, yeah, this take really aged well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, man, we, we got the bonus coverage. We got the uh, we got the overtime show. Uh, which we got two more shows of that. Those have been really successful. So what's the starter tier? G? Starter starter tier is one ninety nine. You get the badges. Jason Lloyd got badges now. Um, the the uh, coaches tier is four ninety nine. That's and the by the way, right there. And by the way, they they working on the off season when the off season comes on more ways to interact with you guys. That's right. We might be doing a, a bunch of other stuff. We can't tell you yet because you'll be mad if we don't do it. 
Although, but, I, although we interact, you and I especially interact with people on Twitter, certainly. Yeah, now, let me ask a question. Let's talk about the Bengals here for a minute. No, I'm just kidding. What, <laughs> uh, Mike, what do we got going on? We let's do let's headlines. do some headlines here, we right? We do headlines. Polk, we have yours. We just didn't have time to make it. So That's we're going to verbally do a Polk headline. We'll do but we do have Brad's. All right, let's go with Brad's. Let's start with Brad. Uh, bring it up, baby. Look, isn't this nice? Browns take command in the DMV. For those who don't know the DMV, that's D.C., mm. Maryland, Virginia area, mm-hmm. uh, better known as the nation's capital, right? So the Browns are taking command of the commanders, right? I and like then for it. all these all these people panicking in Cleveland, calm down. Watson allows you to breathe a sigh of relief because he's starting to look yeah. like himself. So everybody just relax. All right. Nice. Well, all right, good. I, first thing I think of when I hear DMV is uh, Patrick Ewing. That's the first <laughs> name that comes to mind for me. Patrick from Georgetown? Yeah. I think of the Department of Motor I, Vehicles. Because I remember when I was a kid. Just so you know, that's what came yeah, to my mind. Oh, when I was a kid, uh-huh. I was a big St. John's basketball yeah. fan. My, and, my two, and my best friend was a Georgetown fan. And then we had another good friend who was a Syracuse fan. And, we, and in those days, yeah. all three were good. And now, now they all suck. The DMV. Well, Syracuse is all right. The uh, St. John's and Georgetown suck mm-hmm. now. But, uh, but we used to get it. Yeah, because if you live up in that area, that's what they refer to yes, that yes. area. Shout, shout out to the Berry Farms Park. They refer to DMV. If you not, you know, if you down in the Baltimore area, you don't, you, you know where Berry Farms is. People get buckets down there, bro. All right, really well, narrow shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, my <laughs> headline is, you guys might not like it. It's not quite as positive. <laughs> yeah. Brown still shitty in Capital City. <laughs> Damn. Here's the thing, guys. I don't like the trajectory of this team currently. I don't like the mood. Uh, I do think they'll get it together for the last game of the season. I do believe that. And that's going to be like, and that'll give us all hope. But I think we got one more week of just disorder, mm. chaos, and a bunch of young players knowing that they're not playing for I, anything. I would have thought, Polk, you would have been more optimistic. No, I know. Not I'm optimistic. not. I'm just not feeling it this no. week. Hey. I'm just, I, I got a real negative vibe out of this team I right see, now. I, I see. I got a negative vibe out of this team yeah. right now. I, 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 well, I said two days ago, you know, I'm the Duke of knee jerk. Yeah, gee, mm-hmm. you know who you are. I'm, I'm like, bro, I don't like nothing about the Browns. Mm-hmm. It was a dad just didn't like nothing. Like, yep. the socks, the, the pants. I like that offense. stupid elf. Then, listen, mm-hmm. I need something else, man. I mean, yeah. they'll do that to you, bro. They'll do that to That's you. That's where I'm at. Now, do you think any, like, if, God forbid, they lose these last two games, mm-hmm. do you think that has any bearing? Um, because we, we, we could be level-headed, but do you think any of that has anything to do with the sway on Jimmy Haslam? Because Jimmy Jimmy then ha- said he's going to keep oh, somebody, anything could and happen. then he, he blow everybody out. I he could was like, what if, I could see if they completely crater in these last two games, him firing everybody. I could totally see that. <laughs> I think that's always possible. You never know with Jimmy. Let me Jimmy. tell you something. If they, if they get cratered these last two games, yeah. it's warranted. Enough is enough. I, it could happen. I mean, I'm in the locker room at the gym every night, right? Uh-huh. Right. The frustration between just the regular people that are just yeah, working—it's at a—it's at all time high. One thing I disagree with Brad is you said everybody's always patient here. They have never been patient with no. any coach. I'm not saying they should have been necessarily, but they have. It's not like they have been. Well, here it's not like they've had winners here, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, no, but you said they've been patient. They haven't. Let me tell you, so deservedly so. so in let me most tell you, I played—I played for some great coaches, Chuck Daly, yeah, Phil Jackson. I played for them, right? I know what it smells like. This don't smell like that. All right. Who at would, all? Okay. Let's leave that for now. Let's uh, let's see G's headline. I'm a little more positive. Look, Look at, at this. Me. Look at this. Nah, did you though? Close, but no. Oh, you got him losing. That's not positive. All I care about is Watson looking good. <laughs> <laughs> 
All I, listen, we going for self right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is every, every man for every himself. Man for himself. I feel like I can wrap that <laughs> subhead. Close, but no cigar. Yeah. Hey, I think yeah. he put up some a decent numbers. And once again, the thing it's that rears his ugly head. Just I wish I wish I could teach a psychology and human nature to these people, right? <laughs> See, Stefanski, you had you had some two scapegoats you could have used. You could have got rid of Woods and, and said, I'll go with the dude that don't know nothing. And then we would have been like, well, he doesn't have a D coordinator. This right, guy's right. not a real coordinator. The office looks good. We, we, as long as they fix that, we'll be good. But the longer you kept him, it's, that mud is getting on you. You mm. got to do it a little. I, same thing with Baker. You did a masterful mm. job with Baker. You just scapegoated him. He, he now he now watching the other uh, organizations in the league. No, how, no. How they, scapegoat how they going? <laughs> Matt Rule, they got Matt. They started Matt Rule's hot seat like the the last few games of his first year. I'm like, how is he already on it? <laughs> but it, you know, I think we throw for some yards. I think the defense gives up in, in the end. But I think Watson actually starts to look like Watson. <laughs> See what's going on yes. in Vegas. I, I need that right. three. Ve- Vegas, Vegas is trying to scapegoating now. They're like, Derek uh, Carr, you out. As my friend, will you be rooting for the Bengals in the playoffs? Do you want me to be happy? Does it? Does, does it? <laughs> it's all about your happiness, <laughs> right? Do you want me to be happy, or do you want? Screw it. I don't want division teams. No, winning. no, 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 no. Here's here's the six sadistic way. Who were you rooting before you answer that? Who were you rooting for in the Super Bowl last year? I was. I wanted to see the. Um, it was a great one. First of all, Odell Beckham was playing, That's and true. I wanted to prove the Browns are stupid for letting him go. So yeah. it worked out for me. And then the Bengals was in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. One year after drafting Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, so y'all was dumb as hell for telling me that we can't get it done. We got to have a ten-year plan. Yeah. So it was great. I also have a friend who is also one, like a frenemy friend who is a huge Lions fan. Yeah. So the fact that Matthew Stafford left and immediately right. won a Super Bowl was really <laughs> yeah. satisfying as well. Like, uh, that was great. Right. I, but here's, I will say this though. I, I now, want, you and I have become much closer friends yeah, in the last year. I would want the Bengals. Here's the reason. The only reason I want the Bengals to win. Is so that I could look at the Browns and say, "You dummies, <laughs> <laughs> you stupid, you, I hate your face." Is that what this is? These dudes is in our division winning, uh, and look what we got. Mm-hmm. That you, you, I like pressure. I love pressure. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be talking well, about the Steelers. Well, do you want to wrap okay. that that subheadline? Uh, spit some bars to that. No, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I thought I that. thought G's subheadline would be good, good couple of rap lyrics because uh-huh. they rhyme. I don't know. Rap yeah. lyrics, come on. You want to rap it for us? He, I could. No, no, I don't. Yeah, pull it back up, Steve. He, he he want, little... give, give him that Run DMC flow. Here Watson it comes. looks great, but the defense gives up late. <laughs> <laughs> That's that Run DMC flow. <laughs> elite, elite. All right, Bull, you ready for yours? Uh, hip, remember when huh? Arrow? Uh, by the uh, way, remember when Arrow Smith and walk this way? Yeah, that was awesome. Walk I love that. Way. I hate that flow. Well, yeah, you didn't like I that? No. Of course not. Awesome. Of course not, but that's not the point. It was it was an important cultural moment. Yes, it was. You'll recognize it. Was cool. yes. I, yeah. I like music where people die in it. I like people. What? I like music where you get smacked with the burner. Yeah. I catch you outside. What? I strip you down. Positive. Take your yeah. jewels. Yeah. Jeez. Right. <laughs> I'm going to have to stop fooling with y'all. Y'all too crazy. Side headlines. Kilos. <laughs> What's the deal? What's the deal? Come on now. We got my headline? We got yours, and then we yeah. did a production headline, too. Okay, so. go ahead. Bull, you're up next. Yes, here we go. Watson arrives. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Watson, I, I double Watson. That's kind of poor. But yeah, uh, yeah, I should have said yeah. Deshaun on the second one. Mm-hmm. Or, or Deshaun on the first one. But anyway, Watson breaks out with 321 yards and three touchdowns. Boy, that's, wow. that's coming. It's oh, going to be it's good weather in, in Washington. That's what I was just about to say. It's going to be warm this weekend for him. Yeah. Oh, this thing, this thing is coming. Yeah, I think I, the, right. I think David Njoku, who played his worst game of the year last week, and overall has had a very good season, uh, I think he's going to break. I think he's going to have a big game. I think David Njoku might go for over 100 yards in this game. Like crazy tight end numbers. Uh, Mike, you bring up those receiving yards again. I want to see what yeah, everybody Yeah, I think it's going to be a big game for the offense. I think Nick, I think the whole offense is going to play well. I think Nick Chubb has I think everybody in the offense is having a good well, day. All they always, need is two. If they get two games where he throw for 300. That's through 16 games. That's a typo on my 300. And yeah. say, for instance, in the last two games, if you get Amari Cooper 1,100, you get Donovan Peoples-Jones in the nines, I wonder yeah. if Donovan People Jones got a got a uh, bonus for a thousand a thousand yards. I, you know he probably do. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a rookie no, contract. It, not, not in a rookie contract. Yeah, probably not, not in a rookie, rookie contract. contract. Yeah. All right. Let's do let's do uh, let's do the production team production headline. headline. So everyone yeah. did Watson headlines. So we went a little different. We went with the ultimate loser. Snyder in command can't even beat the Browns in the battle of the two. Well, worst why would that be a football. headline in Cleveland? Well, we, we changed it up. We went, we went the Washington headline. Just trying to be creative. Just trying to do a little something different. Yeah, let's stretch Snyder, out, man. Creatively. Snyder and Haslam might be the two most uh, hated owners. Oh, yeah, they was, going, they was, they was going in on the DMV yesterday because they were like, uh, wait a minute now. We going back to Carson Wentz who give us a chance of winning nothing. I said, at least with Taylor Heineken, we had a heartbeat. We got a chance to make the playoffs. Now, we going back to Wentz. They it, both suck. That's, the, that's if, what they were saying. If Jimmy Haslam, y'all, people around here want Jimmy Haslam to sell the team so bad. Yeah. If Jimmy Haslam, they made him sell the team, but the only person that would get the team was Daniel Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> would, would, would you if keep? the NFL forced Daniel Snyder to sell the commanders, only to buy the Browns. Right, right. <laughs> do you, do you, which is worse? If you I, think, pick, I think Snyder's. Actually, I think Jimmy's the 31st worst owner in the league, the 31st best owner in the league, or the second worst. I think Daniel Snyder's the only one worse. <laughs> but I, you know what? It's probably a tie. They're both horrible. Daniel <laughs> Snyder's just been doing it long. Yeah. And he left an email trail. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> I want to see all the emails. Like, don't you wish you had one of the, yeah. uh, like, man, I don't you wish all. you had, like, Art Rooney as the owner My of the Browns? God, like, oh, that's, gosh. Like, it, I mean, him, it's so funny. You got him and Jerry Jones. And they make Jerry Jones well, not really. It's really what's funny is that we don't we don't get to pick as fans who worship this team and right. that's the wrong word forever and love this team. Yeah, we don't get to pick the character or the capability of the oligarch who purchases the team that we love and that we've always followed. The perfect we just owner, have to get lucky and, and look, hope that the, the perfect owner is a decent these, person. These Isn't that these terrible? Franchise cost so much now. You have Elon Musk as your owner. Right, right. That's the only kind of people going to. But you just got to hope now. that 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 the perfect owner is is Dolan with Jimmy's spending power. 
No Dolan with Dan Gilbert spending power. <laughs> yeah, I mean Jimmy's willing to spend too. I give him right. credit for that. But so the, yes, the yeah. problem is you're always walking. So you're always it's always a, a perilous path because to to accumulate the amount of money necessary to purchase a team, it, can, it comes from some pretty terrible yeah, places, you, or, you, it's you, ne- you, or it's nepotism, or, 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 well, well, or it's inherited. But in any way, let me finish my All point. Right. In any way, it probably means that you probably value things differently than most of us do. Sure. You know what I mean? Whether you have, whether you're a, you're a pineapple, your parents own Dole Pineapple, like you didn't work for that. Right. Uh, in, in a way that a lot of people did. Yeah. And, or whether you made your money as like a, on Wall Street or something like that. In some way, you're probably different personality-wise. And you just got to hope that the person is a decent person. Well, yeah. well here, here's, your, here, here's your story, Mike, right? You cannot conflate the two. Just because you own ABC advertising company don't mean you know how that sports is the same thing. Right. If you buy the team, buy the team and run the team and let people who understand the side of sports run the team. Mm -hmm. Because I I, I guarantee you this, right? Because my old neighbor here when I was playing in Chicago was Ozzie Newsom. Ozzie would run this team a whole lot differently than it's being run right now. Yes. Yes, he would. Yeah. Yes, he would. Uh, he did a great job in Baltimore. Yeah. Right. No yes, he was. That. that was my neighbor. That was my neighbor. Right. Well, there's not a lot of Aussie news. But I'm saying yeah. the one thing is you see those organizations like that, they let the football people run the organization. Yes. They're not very rarely seen. They're here to commentary on the overview of the whole organization. Wow. But when you start embedding yourself, it's like Puff Daddy in the video. <laughs> right? You wanna hey, hey, if you wanna if you wanna come over here and you don't want the producer all in the video, dancing, dancing, <laughs> come to death row. Right. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. Is this real? Listen to this. Jerry. Oh, okay. I thought it said he hasn't. This Jerry Jones says team. I thought it said has been in contact with Terrell Owens about a potential return. He actually says hasn't been. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How old is Terrell Owens? 41. That might be the most. He hasn't played in like He's five 46. years. Is he 46? That might be yeah. the most pointless headline. I've ever heard. I thought it said he's well. He's he's always on Instagram advertising how well he's in shape and things like that. Like, yeah. yeah, well you uh-huh. okay running on the track is not. Uh, he's forty nine. Sorry. Is he? Yes. It's time. Bring him back. I like look. That's not running across Damn. the middle getting popped. No, it is not. All right, guys. Let's go. Let's go to uh, New Year's resolutions. You want to do resolutions? Then we'll do Cavs. Then we'll do Tybus. And we'll say goodbye. Yeah. Uh, Bull, you're up first with your Browns New Year's resolution. Yes. Here. Okay. Here we go. We have a. Uh, there it is. The Browns need to stop. Effing around. Oh, okay. Right? I yeah. mean, the Browns need to stop effing around. What does that mean? That means we got to stop. First of all, it means somebody, hopefully, there's somebody within the organization that has the ability to tell Jimmy Haslam to shut the bleep up and stay out of things. Number two, it, it, you got to stop with all the distress. There's always drama surrounding the Browns. There's every year. There's some sort of nonsense, some sort of shenanigans, whether it's off the field or on the field. I mean, every year you could point to some sort of nonsense that's mm-hmm. happened with the Browns. And those distractions have to go out of the way. They have to stop effing around with Joe Woods. They have to stop effing around with Mike Prefer. And Kevin Stefanski has to win next year for two reasons. Number one, we want the Browns to be good because it's good for business. And number two... God damn it, I want to be right. I'm one of the few people that still believes in Kevin Stefanski, and then I can tell everybody else they were an idiot if he pays off. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and this was a PSA from Petty LeBou. Petty LeBou. And, right. Bull, now time for your personal mm. New Year's resolution. Yeah. 
So I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stop. You know, I get aggravated about a lot of things, as anybody that knows me knows. Really? Yeah, right? And I will still continue to get aggravated about a lot of things, but I'm trying to get aggravated about less things, have a, be a little less curmudgeon in general. People might not notice it because I'll still be curmudgeon at times, so it might not <clears throat> seem like I'm less curmudgeon But, you know, I, I, I'm very passionate about, with, forget sports, but in my personal life, I'm very passionate about um, the treatment of, of people. Very much so. Treatment you of are. human beings. Yes, you are. I am very saddened by anybody that doesn't want to treat anybody equally. I believe, and I don't understand how everybody else doesn't believe, that everybody should have an equal opportunity to succeed. And there are, th- and, and, and there are things that hold back different groups of people, uh, not every single person within those groups for being able to succeed, but it, it holds back people. Yeah. And so I'm always fighting with people on Twitter and I'm getting into arguments about things that I guess have been made into politics, which shouldn't be politics. And I gotta stop doing that. I wanna instead have conversations with people and because I have found when I've done that, when I, 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 if I can have a reasonable conversation with somebody that feels differently than me, then, 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 it, then the anger goes away and then we can just have a reasonable conversation. Right. We may end up disagreeing in the end, but I, I'm not going to like just I, I'm done going on Twitter and saying this politician is a piece of crap. And if you don't agree with me, you're an idiot because that's not getting anything done. <laughs> We're not getting no, anywhere with that. I just get myself aggravated when that happens. Right. I, I get there so too. I understand. I, I, I'm going to try to talk to those who I think can be talked to. And those who can't be, I, I, I'm not going to make myself crazy by them anymore. Good for you, man. It's right. difficult. I, hope. I, I will give I'll give Bull credit. when Just just so you know, he does care about people. I'm like, the, I, at the time, I was the only black person at the radio station, right? And uh, when George Floyd happened, Bull called me and asked, what could he do to help out? Or what could he do? Or you want me to just listen? And the crazy thing is, it wasn't like he did it to solicit anything right, or right. I called anything. He just called like, yeah, like, I, I feel really bad about it. Ooh, like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, just like, yo, I yeah. just want to, you know what I'm saying? And I never forgot that because at the time, you know, we would cross paths or whatever, but we weren't, you know, as close as we are now, obviously working. And he just on some on some real stand up stuff was like, yo, hey, uh, it's crazy what's going on in the world. I just wanted to see where you at with it. Right. Like, what can I do as a white male to to hopefully end some of this kind of stuff? So I, I always thought that was really dope of him to do that. So he he does when he says he cares about equality, he does. Like even when you know even before we even got to this point. I've told him that before, and I totally agree. I told him that I think it's, thank you. Guys. He's been an thank important you. voice on the radio too. Like for that, he was he's never, never oh, shy yeah. about that, and I think that hits an audience that normally wouldn't, is you know, that normally wouldn't hear those sorts those sorts of opinions. And uh, you hear a lot of you hear a lot of talk. Uh, you you don't have any trouble hearing a lot of talk uh, on the other side on a lot of stations, yeah. and and so it was good hearing. It was thank always you. good. And thank you, G. And I, I just feel like a lot of times when people don't like somebody because of their race or religion or sexual orientation, a lot of times it's because they just don't know any better. Not everybody that feels certain ways is always a bad person. Sometimes they're just ignorant yeah. and they just don't know. Like if you didn't, I once had somebody, I, I swear to God, when I was like 1920 and I was living in upstate New York, this is like 1990, 91, I don't remember the exact year. Somebody, and, and they met me and I told them I was Jewish and this person had never met a Jewish person before. I swear to you, this person asked me 
if I had horns because like <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but like they're in some uh, wild circles. They think Jewish people have it? horns. This is like insanity. But like I didn't get mad at the guy for asking uh-huh. me the question. I said I didn't, at the time I didn't even know that there was such a thing about right. this. There was no internet, or if there was, I didn't right. know it. And I just had a conversation with this guy. And he ended up becoming a friend. Wow. And it didn't matter that I was Jewish. It didn't matter. Cool. It didn't matter if someone's black or gay or Latin or Jewish or Muslim or whatever they are. Because if you get to know people as people, yeah, there's always going to be some D-bags in every group. But the majority of people are good people. If you give them a chance and get to know other people that are not, you know, if you grew up where everybody was white and Christian and, and straight, you, you, you're going to be scared of people maybe you don't know. But if you get to know people, you realize that most people are good people. And if you give people a chance and you talk to them and have a conversation, instead of just being, I don't know, I'm rambling a little at this point. I just think, That's a, yeah, damn. Anyway, I, it on. was very nice of you, though, not to, when that guy made that comment for you not to use your Jewish magic to put a hex on exactly. him. Exactly. <laughs> my oh space my laser. Yeah, you could have you, you you done that. I have access oh to the space yeah. laser. Just saying. <laughs> very cool of you. Uh, G. Bush, yeah. it's time for your... Brown's New Year's resolution. Yeah, I, so I didn't. I didn't even send you a personal one, but I got one though. No, we made one for you. Don't worry. Oh, so you just Ooh. made it up for me. <laughs> and, and you'll you'll see why. Okay. And because I didn't know we were supposed to physically send either. I'm just gonna say mine. Mm. Yeah, no, I texted it, but it's okay. Sorry. Uh, for me, uh, it's for the uh, sports wise. Um, it's for the Browns to have the number one offense or the number one defense. And w- what I've come to the conclusion of is, right now we we're in this pursuit of, you know, these mythical places. We're in the pursuit of just being competent and good. And we've talked about whether the Browns should run a lot. We've talked about whether they should pass a lot. Mm -hmm. We've talked about, is their defense good or is their defense just serviceable? My thing is, the Browns should have the, the, the pursuit of greatness. If you gonna run the ball, be the best running team. If you gonna throw the ball, you shouldn't be like, well, we'll settle for fifth. No, give me number one. I want number one. If you're going to be the best <clears throat> defense, I need you to be the best defense in the league. The Browns need to start being like, look, man, I get it. We want to be balanced. I understand that we'll take a third in the league. But no, at some point in time, my burning desire is to see the Browns actually dominant in one area or the other. And we'll figure out what we're going to do with the other one. But if you're going to be somebody, go all up, go up top. Don't, if you're going to go get you a luxury car and somebody says, like in the great words of T.I., hey, uh, hey, somebody who, who buy a Jaguar, that's nice. But if you're going to buy me a luxury car, I'm not going to pick the Jaguar. I need the Benz. I, I, I Give me the G-Wagon. Give me the Maybach. Give me the Rolls Royce. Why would I pick a Lexus? Lexus is fine. They'll get it done. But if you pay for it, I want the Phantom. I want the Wraith. That's what I want. Give me. Give, I'm on top. You're what is top Wraith? Top. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Rolls Royce Wraith. Yeah, you know what I'm top of the line. They, they, By the way, once a team like if the Browns get to the point where they're like one of these great offenses in the league, we don't ever. Then we'll never talk about play calling. Ever. Because we're not going to be talking about should they run more, should they pass Ever. more. No. Once you're a good offense, you don't worry about You don't worry crap. about nothing. You don't yeah. second guess that. That's a, that's a great. we got to get oh, to that. Oh, yeah. Again, we gotta we gotta get like, to that. Think how fun these 
these re <laughs> these recordings will be to look at. Oh, yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. will like, talk about you random well, ball on are, third and two. Yeah, nobody. Yes, exactly. The arguing over how many were carried. Because you know, ah, we didn't get the first down, so what? We'll get an extra drive. Exactly. We'll score a touchdown extra. <laughs> uh -huh. By the way, speaking of Lexus, when I was like 22, I was working as a gopher for an oil company, and my boss used to take let me take his Lexus. Let me take it. I would go take it for oil changes and with all the stuff, all the all the crappy work. But man, I got to drive a Lexus. That was fun. Wow! Yeah, in the early nineties. In the early nineties, I didn't even Lexus, know the car was on. The car was so quiet. Lexus mm -hmm. was top of the line back then. The two tone. Your, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's how it used to be. Do you yeah, ready for your personal, yeah, that's personal New Year's resolution? Let's get that. Oh, oh yeah. personal. Listen. No, no, no. We oh. did it for you. Oh, okay. Well, that, he should be able to pick his no. own. No, no he lost that privilege because his new New Year's resolution. Is he's going to get stuff to the production team on time when they ask for it. So, G. I'm going to do that. I'm holding you to that this year. And and I might want uh, to be here so that I have to put my mic on right in the beginning of the show. Yeah, you're going to get yeah. here Shout out to Steve. and send your stuff in. And, and you give Steve a heart attack every yeah, day. Yeah, every, every day. Sometimes <laughs> I come in dancing. Uh, I'll be yeah. listening to music. He'd be like, 30 seconds, man. <laughs> 30 freaking seconds again, man. <laughs> And I will put my mic over my chair, so oh, we're going to do a lot of stuff. That's good. G is all or nothing. Like, if you text him, you either hear back right away or, or good this, luck. My, my, <laughs> my brother was like, hey, man, like, we, we, I got, by the way, I got a cologne coming out. Uh, it's, uh, it's called Nocturnal. So, <laughs> I'm not, no, I'm dead serious. <laughs> I believe you. I got it. And it so, still can be humorous. Yes, it is, right? Like, <laughs> like it's kind of like true. Doing. That's true. Yeah. So I got a joint called Nocturnal, and he, I was like, "Hey, man, where'd you? Hey, where'd you get this from?" He said, "Bro, you, we've been ordered these boxes weeks ago, bro." I said, "These is ready to go." He said, "Bro, did you read the, the chain?" I said, "Come on." Now. <laughs> no, 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 so it's not just us. It's no, 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 no. Let's take a person. Mom, it's my wife. What's up, Mike? It's Mike's time. There are people. Mike Polk, you got to read yours. Yeah, my resolution for the Browns is to show some appreciation for the fan base and what you've put them through this year <laughs> and last year. I mean, leading into this year. And I mean that I'm not just being totally glib with that. We talked uh, earlier this week about the different franchises in town and how they show appreciation differently or at all. And I do feel like the Cavs do the best job at that of showing love for their fans. And it doesn't have to be anything miraculous either. Sometimes it's just uh, they, some of their social media stuff, some of their emails that they send out and stuff like that, thanking fans. Uh, the Browns just don't think to do that stuff. They think that it's just, uh, it, well, it's your, it's your honor to like us. We are the best team in town. The Cavs, for example, at the end of every season, they have fan night where yep. they just empty out the prize closets of all the crap they gathered from throughout the year. It could, but it, and some of it's just like Stuart Little um, right. sandals from a promotional movie thing and stuff like that. <laughs> it MGK, makes no sense. MGK bobbleheads. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Anything old Anderson Verjao wigs that were yeah. clogged behind some duct somewhere that they found. They just throw it. But people love it. They love it. And the it. fans people love, love it. And the stuff. kids go to it. I mean, I did like seeing last week at the game when they sent, when they made all of the people come down from the 500s and go down into the lower seats because they were only, like, just to, for warmth, if nothing only, else. Only after halftime. Oh, yeah, that's only crazy. After halftime. Uh, it is. That is bad. But I do like thinking of the people who bought like $800 seats idea. right here. Just late. Yeah, $800 seats right here on the 50-yard line, yeah. and then, uh, like, my unwashed, drunk friends get to come and sit next to him, <laughs> put their arm around <laughs> some lady from Bay Village. Like, ah, I love that. Is Anyways, that's my uh, – That's I want you to just show appreciation however you can figure out how to do that because you put – it's been a rough one. You're just like, well, it's just a waiting year. You know what's going to be next year. People, we're still here. We've still got to sit through this, just so you know. 
personal resolution, I'm going to eat at 20 different Red Lobsters in 2023. <laughs> They're going out of business, too. Well, I better hurry, then, I've I guess. I've eaten a Red Lobster forever, and I should because they have the best biscuits of any Cheddar? restaurant yes. ever. Shout out. Uh, you know they biscuits. got that box mix you could make them at the house. Oh, my God. Those are my it's resolutions. Not the same, no, it's not, no, the, it's same. not the same. I've oh, done them. Around oh, the same. oh, my God. Those biscuits are like, I've never had crack, but I feel I feel like it's the same <laughs> My my, uh, my sister's like, she tries to make them, and she's like, aren't they perfect? I'm like, yeah, they're not. No. Yeah. They're okay. not. She, I got to get them. You got to go get them there. Yeah. Somebody else has to tell you they're perfect. You can't bake That's something right. and, and you be like, call your own stuff no, 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 no. Someone That's has bad. to tell you that. Not Come on, Mike. Brad is up. Brad, let's see yours. Let me see what it is. I forgot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, here's my New Year's resolution for the Browns. The Browns truly want to be great. And we'll make whatever move necessary uh, moves necessary to get to that level. Please. I'm so hopeful. Listen, time is ticking here, right? Time is ticking. I've been patient. I've been a patient guy, right? I remember the days when the Browns I, were good. Yearly. Year in and year out. Been a while. Leroy Kelly, both got in the backfield, right? Warfield here, right? Hanford many hold down the edges, right? Greg Pruitt, the tearaway jerseys. I'm a patient guy, Bernie, Brian Sight, the glory years. This last 20 year run has been rough. <laughs> yes. 20, 23. It's 34. It's been rough. It's been Man. rough. I mean, it's been rough. Yeah. I'm like, listen, my patience is thin, mm. right? And I think I'm representative of a lot of people. I, I, I told you I take the pulse from the, from the uh, 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 fitness facility or I go work out at the gym. Just sit in the locker room. Patience is thin out here. Hey, streets is talking. Like, Come on now. Streets is we're, listen, mad. Every year we talk about the thing they're saying now. Every day, we, every year is next year. We'll get better next year. Let's wait till next. People tired. They're tired because they see franchises. We, we see other franchises who have been at the bottom coming. And in case you didn't watch, that Jacksonville coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah, coming. They, 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 get, they, they, get, they, they getting better. They coming. They coming. Ain't it ain't it funny that you even we like say for instance we got all three diverse opinions about the Browns, but the one thing that makes Browns fans unique is we all uniquely love them just as much as the other one does. Mm -hmm. it, it don't matter. Like okay, I feel like we should do this to get there. He feel like Brad feel like they should do this. Mike Pope might be like, oh, we we gotta. This is what we can tweak to get there. But at the heart and the core, we just want to get there. Right. Like in every Browns yeah. fan you see, mm -hmm. it's that thing. See, in your there's stomach. that one unifier. That's one. It's the one unifier. We don't care what it is. Mm -hmm. We just want to get there. Figure and, it the f out. And if we see, bro, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I can just almost taste it. Like, you can you imagine waking up the morning of Super Bowl Sunday, and the Browns yeah. is playing here. Let me let me get let me get let me get let me give you what we got Tyvis Brad, we got Tyvis give us your personal right. uh, let's you get your personal, your personal one? and we'll get back to this yeah yeah so my personal is that you know I got everybody know I got four daughters I'm gonna keep nurturing those girls so they become uh, the beautiful women that they're becoming and then I'm just gonna continue to build up my city in Warrensville Heights and making sure that it's the best that nice job That's good for I'm you sir Maryland yeah, ranked what 16th right now that I see 16th but yeah. they had a couple of losses last night they yeah. be, they're, they're a top 10 team they mm -hmm. will be at the end yeah. Let's bring our buddy Tyvis well. Tyvis. Oh, oh, this guy. He's styling in that car. Look at that. He's ready for the big game. <laughs> Tyvis, are you feeling, are you of real confidence or fake confidence heading into this Buckeyes game tomorrow? Can he? 
Let me take my glasses off because I want to see the reaction on the faces. Man, take the when CBS I say glasses off. Walgreens. Look, You can buy them on Broad Street and Club. Stop playing with me. That's how Versace is spelled. Listen, I got them out of Saxfield Beachwood Mall. But anyway, let me get to my point. Here we go. The, the Buckeyes is going to win this game. I'm gonna tell, you know, I've been going back and forth with it, man. And I've been like, you know, it is Georgia. And I respect Georgia. Jim Dog. But when you're back up against the wall, man, yeah. and you ain't got nothing to do but fight, I think this team going to rise to the occasion, man. I really do. I really do. I just, for some odd reason, just deep down, the way they've been talking to the media, you know, you got CJ coming out saying, I'm willing whatever it takes to win this game. Listen, it ain't too many people that's, that knows what that means. Like, you, right. that means you're going to do some some extraordinary stuff. Like, for CJ, his biggest knock is running the ball. So, if that's the case, if Jalen Carter is coming through that line, that means you're going to take off and you're going to pick up some yards. You're going to do what it takes to move the sticks. If that's the case, then the the, the Buckeyes going to win this game, man. I, I really believe that in my heart, y'all. Hey, Tyrus, you know what I've been saying? I've been telling people this week. They'll take this, tell people, don't take it personal. But I got to go see a man about a dog and a flag. And they say, what you talking about? I got to go see a man about a dog. That's Georgia. Mm -hmm. And But I really got to see a man about a flag. I mean, that flag fiasco they pulled at Ohio State. And that's what I'm coming to see. Mm. So I got to go see the man about the dog first. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to get to the dude, the, yeah. the man about the flag. Hmm. If that's, Ohio State wins this coming. game, they should win. They should beat either Michigan or TCU. Oh, we're going to be, listen. Yeah. I think the winner of this I game agree. wins it all. I agree. Well, because you gotta think, Michigan. Well, the, the, the worst part is, Ohio State has more talent than Michigan. Like it ain't even. Like it, it's just that they're executing and Harbaugh is pulling some strings. They more physical, but but it comes from skill to skill. Ohio State got better. It was. Uh, they, Ohio State got better receivers, got better quarterbacks, and to be truthful, they got Jeez. the better offensive line. When you look at the guys projected going the first two rounds. They have more talent. It than wasn't. These it wasn't about physicality to why they lost to the team up north. They, the problem is they got they were too physical. They were so physical and so mad at them for what happened last year that they they start doing dumb stuff like personal foul penalties. That's dumb stuff. They were so busy trying to get back at them that 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 the team up north just outsmarted them. Hey, these guys is being aggressive, so this is what we gonna do. We're going to use that aggressiveness against them. And that's what they did. Like, Ryan, they, they Ryan, sold Ryan out. Ryan Day better use that too, uh, Tyvis, because if he show up, if he show up uh, light, it's not going to end up well for him. going to fire his ass if they lose this game. <laughs> if they lose to Georgia? They they fire. Nah, he'll fire? get over Georgia. But if he if he beat Georgia and lose to Michigan, Tyvis, give Ohio State fans some hope. Give us a couple of Georgia weaknesses that people may, might not be aware of. What are the weaknesses of Georgia that people aren't aware of? So so you know, so you know how I always for this whole season have talked about how Ohio State's corners in particular is terrible. Well, Georgia's corners ain't that great either, and due to the fact that we have 
one of the best, if not the best wide receiver in college football, he's going to get open. And if he doesn't get open, then that leaves, they're going to obviously come up with a game plan to stop Marvin Harrison. So that means that Mecca should, should eat. Uh, Cage Stover should eat. The pass game should be there. The difficult challenge that they face is the fact that that D-line, Jalen Carter in particular, him being at the defensive tackle position, it's hard for to, you can beat the edge rush. You can just run away from the edge rush, roll away from the edge rush. But when it's coming straight down the middle that's where the problem comes so they have to find a way to get cj some protection because if they do that these wide receivers will win all night long that's where they can win this game at, is in the second in, in georgia's secondary am i crazy does it seem like it's raining in tyvis's car no but i'm looking i'm looking at the tower behind this thing where you at man it's a very the hood. disturbing yeah, perspective. That's, that's an old ghetto style uh listen, transformer listen, behind listen. you <laughs> In the end, Michigan kicked Ohio State's ass. We, it did look like it was raining in his car. By the way, we know Michigan kicked Ohio State's ass in the end, but the reality is it got forgotten because it doesn't matter in the end, but it might matter if they play again, is that Ohio State really dominated the first half of that game. They did. And it looked, you know, go or the first, you know, then quarter we, and a half, it felt like Ohio State was going to win. Till we got mm-hmm. dominated. And then it just <laughs> flipped, and Ohio State was garbage so, the rest so, of the way. You, if you think about it, going into it, they had a couple of pass plays that, you know, one was, one was busted coverage and the other one was because a corner missed the tackle. So going into halftime, they feeling good. Like, listen, we, we don't make those mistakes. We're blowing these guys out. The problem yeah. is they forgot to come out in the second half. Now, see, the game plan was to stop the run. They embarrassed us in the run. So that's why you run cover zero. You got your corners playing man-to-man. Everybody should be accounted for. Now I can send guys in on a blitz. And they got this freshman quarterback in who we don't know if he's good or not. So let's put some pressure in his face to see how he acts. And he actually made some key throws. So that's what put them up at or had them in the game at halftime. Second half, we made they made these things called adjustments. The Cleveland Browns should learn something about it. But they came out, made some adjustments, and said, "Hey, they really selling out on the on the pass, and let's start hitting them with some runs." Now the now the I'm about to call them the Browns. The Buckeyes start misfitting gaps, and now you see them getting gashed in the run game. So that's what happened. You got to make some adjustments. It's like I say, the game of football is a game of chess, not checkers. What worked in the first half is not going to work in the second half. Tyvis, great talking with you as always, buddy. Enjoy the New Year's with your beautiful family. We love you. Have a great time. Thank you. And we'll see you next year. All right, Tyvis. Go Bucks. Come on, go man. Bucks. Go Browns. Caps is gonna come back, man. We're gonna bounce back from that pace of loss. Lego. <laughs> see you, Tyvis. All right, there's our last guest of 2022. Yeah. yeah. What, a, what an appropriate note. Yes. Mm. You know? Guys, uh the Cavaliers. Yes. Uh, last three games, they've dropped three in a row. Yeah. Lose to Indiana last night. Brad, let's start with you. Their defense in these last three games Horrendous. has been awful. Horrendous. What's happening? Well, basically what happens is, and it happened again last night, you have a young team that is now enamored with the way the game is structured now. The game is structured now for flamboyancy, scoring, things of that nature, three things that are exciting, right? That It may make good TV for TV watching. It doesn't mean you're going to win a lot of games, so... As you saw last night in the Pacer game, 
down the stretch when they need to get a stop, they can get a stop. Can stop anybody from three, yeah. can stop everybody at the end. If you saw the guys, the Pacers sizing the Cavaliers up, they were all going one-on-one on them. No, none yeah. of was scared of anybody. And so that is what has happened in the last three games. The way you win in this league is you have to defend people on a consistent basis. You have to be able to shut people down. And if you don't, if you think you're going to win by outscoring people, you may win some games. You won't win the ones that count. That's the problem. Mike, you're the biggest diehard Cavs fan on the show. Sure. What's your thoughts on their last three games? Well, it's been obviously it's been depressing, but they uh, I'm not scared uh, right now. I think Brad's right. I think they're a young team trying to find their footing. I didn't. I don't like the lack of uh, defense over the last few games, but. If you heard Bickerstaff after the game, he didn't. He certainly didn't like it either. And was uh, first of all, it sounds like he just like ate a bunch of hot crap yeah, or something. No, right. He was very sick or he something. Always talks that way. But it was way well, it was like, worse. It was yeah. way worse. But he was, and he said that they just for they he, they came out and tried to play Indiana Pacer basketball rather yeah. than Cleveland Cavalier basketball. And I thought that that was very well put. Um, but I also I do have I have some concerns about them lo- looking lackadaisical at this point in the season and whatnot and I don't think they're taking anything for granted I do think that we, well, you know as with I think like a lot of Clevelanders we might we want this to happen and gel sooner than it might be ready to happen and gel I don't mm-hmm. think they're there yet I think they probably are still a piece away too I think it's going to be really interesting to see what uh, yeah probably I think it's going to be really interesting to see what Ricky Rubio adds. Uh, once he comes back too, because I think that that I think that's something that people aren't considering, and we don't know. I'm not saying it's going to make everything amazing or fix everything, but I think it's an element that could. It's good. I think it'll definitely be more helpful than uh, than anything. It's not going to blow up any chemistry, and I think that he can be very helpful um, in his role that he was last year. If you remember, that's when those. I think his leadership is great, but you can only lead so much from the bench, and I think he's got to get out there. Gee, you panicked at all? No, I, I'm not really panicked, um, but I don't like certain things for for young teams. Like, I could understand if it was an older team. And older teams are like, yeah, I don't want to play full tilt, you know, defense. I'm tired. I'm, I'm resting my legs for the for the playoffs. For me, the Cavs, prior to this, was the number one defensive team in the league, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're the number one defensive team in the league, it should seem like that would be a thing that would stick with you. To, to be that good, yeah. mm-hmm. that should be something that doesn't waver because you're number one at that. And people should be excited about the fact that that's you, you see the correlation between that stat and the way you're playing and winning. So when you see a, a, a you know a regression in that, it gives me pause a little bit. I've always said it, this too: the the Cavs won't really be a championship contender unless Evan Mobley becomes like. He has to at least be the second best player. Or Mike, if you could get him to be, I'd give me 21 a game, 20 and 10, 20 and 12, two blocks. Right now, 14.5, that's okay, right? Those numbers are decent. I would like to see that a little higher. I need to see about 12 rebounds. And if you can get him around 20 points and he's a, a game changer, there's sometimes that he, he floats around, and I think JB needed to do it like this, like they used to do Kevin Love back in the day when LeBron was here. We're coming out, the focus is Mobley. We want to get him open early. We want to get him some lobs. We want to get him some touches, maybe get him a free throw line, because now he's involved in the game, and his confidence when you're a young player goes up when you get in touches mm-hmm. and you see the ball goes in. Then that unlocks his ability to play defense and his energy level. They need to get him more involved and don't let him to be him and Allen. It's the same thing. Allen is a is a guy that can get it on rim runs and garbage stuff. 
Mm. They need to focus on Mobley to get them where mm -hmm. they want to go. That's a great point, G. And there, there are some other teams around the league, and we'll get to what I texted you in a yeah. sec. But the Nets, even with KD, Kyrie, when they had James Harden, ran the first play for Joe Harris every night. It was right. the most predictable play in the entire NBA, the Joe going. Harris double screen. The 76ers last year with Embiid, all the guys they had, Seth Curry got the first shot nine out of ten games. Getting Mobley going early, especially a designated play where let's run some action for him to be aggressive, it's a really good idea, G. Darius Garland, uh, by the way, banged up. Uh, Chris Fedor said yeah, he, his hand, right? His thumb was wrapped in ice after the game. It was swollen. He may miss some time. Oh, we'll keep an eye on that, guys. Um, I, I, one more thing, though. Yeah. I will say last night the Pacers shot. They, they were ridiculous. Yeah. They shot, yeah. I think they shot like 65% from yeah. three. 61%. And you know what I mean? See, you know, one of the, like, obviously the way they played defense the last few games is disappointing because that's something that it feels like it's mostly about effort on defense. But the Cavs, as we've said, are a young team, and they've been a little up and down. But the good news is the ups have been much more frequent than yeah. the downs. The one thing I am concerned about, like, for looking ahead, and Brad, you said you, they may be two players short. Two. You know, Kevin Love, even at his best, was not a good defender. <sighs> now, borderline he's a playable major liability on defense. Like, when you're playing, like, when they're in the playoffs, I, what are they going to do about Kevin Love? Well, first of all, you talk about the defensive side of the basketball. That's how you win games. There has to be a commitment. Especially in the playoffs. You've got to right? be able to, you have to commit to that's what yeah. I'm going to do, right? And I want to do it every night. You don't have to tell me this is what we're going to do. we got to make a stance. So, there's got to be a commitment there. You look out there, everybody's an offensive player, right? You can't get any stops. To G, I'm not sure that Mobley's ever going to be a 22 and 12 guy, right? Oh, really? This is – So, so I, I, dig down on that. Because well, why yeah. would you see, well, you, because you know I, bigs. because of the team because, or his be, skill set? Because yeah. I have Garland yeah. and Mitchell out front, right? So 14 could easily become 18. If you give right. me 18 and 10, I'm good. The problem here's the problem, G. There are three men away, right? The three men situation's gotta be resolved, right? I know Karis is trying to come in and give us some points Thank here. You. We didn't try uh, mm -hmm. Stevens and everything you. else. It's okay. You need a three-man because you need one again. You need, I tell you, you need offensive firepower because when one of the two out front go down, like when Garland or Mitchell wasn't having a good game, you only left Garland to go for 46, Mitchell get 12, right? right? You got to have another guy out there that can, can consistently get you a bucket. Don't then, we know, don't, Brad, sorry to cut you off, but don't we know where this is going? The Cavs are going to make the playoffs this year. Maybe they'll win one round. Maybe Then next year they'll go a little deeper. And then... LeBron James can opt out of his contract with the Lakers. Well, LeBron James can opt out in the summer. No, he can't opt out this summer because he re-signed. I thought he had to opt out. His opt, no, his opt out next after year. next year. So here, here's the here's I know story. he's going to be 40 by then. Here's the here's <laughs> here's here's story because, again, you have to figure out what we have going on here, right? And I'm not one for playing down the road. Sure. I'm knocking on the door yeah. right now, right? Will you make a move necessary? Because now I saw after the last three games, Defensively, you got a problem here, right? Who is the person out here that's going to now Mobley and Allen? They try to clean it up on the back. Who's the guy out front that's front, setting the tone? Saying, front line. This is this is not what we're doing out front here. Front line right? pick and roll defense is not, has not been good. Uh, at the, and, and you got to take the challenge at the point of attack. Right. You, you know you can't be so apt to let a guy blow by you. Listen, they were they got, gee, they were sizing people up last here. Uh, uh, the the guards from Indiana, Halliburton, uh, Halliburton, Matthau, Field. 
They were uh, healed. Halliburton is really good. They were sizing Mikey. They were sizing him up and not they weren't backing down from anybody. They were like, give me the ball and I'm going right at you because you're not going to stop me. They put Darius in like a couple of situations on the side. They just blew by him. I was yeah. like, dude, but dude, we, the, we cannot. The problem is they don't have the assets. To right. Trade. That's my question. Uh, that's the what, what, spot. What, yeah. What do they do? And, to this, and this is the trick to being a great GM in this league. That's mm-hmm. true. Finding Finding something, Finding something here and right. it don't have to be. A, you don't have to be an all star, mm-hmm. but you need a presence out here. Yeah, right. Because right now I don't think there's anybody there holding anybody accountable for or defensive. That's what JB was talking about last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're going to play how you want to play. You right. want to play. You want to play this ESPN type game. Huh? You're going to go up and down here. This yeah. the, is the and one mixtape game we playing out here. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to win nothing, right? There's documentary on and one, by the way, on, on Netflix right now. I haven't finished it yet. I haven't seen uh, it. Real quick rapid fire before we get the final takes. Is JB the right guy for the Cavs? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll take his word for that. G. Yeah, I agree. I think I I don't understand. I've heard there was some like people complaining about JB. I mean, come on now. Well, really? I think like he's an excellent coach. actual scuttle. No, I think it was just like, fans. Okay. you know, well, people mean, are prisoner of the moment. I mean, we had beeline for two seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> now that was a disaster. That was, hilarious. What was, was oh, about? That was pretty brutal. All right. All right. Time yeah. for final thoughts, guys. Last one of the year. Last show of the year. We'll be back on. We'll do overtime, but we'll be back on Monday. From, from home. home, who's on? Me, G, and who? Me, you, G. I think that's it. That's it. Andrew. Just the three of us. Maybe just three of us. Yeah. We'll be on for the first show of the year from Holmes, and then back in the studio next Tuesday. Brad, you're up first. Yeah. So my final take is this: as we close out uh, year 2022, let's end it in uh, in peace, right? No silliness over the weekend here. Let's sit back, enjoy a great sports weekend. We've got obviously I got them Terps on today. I got. Uh, Ohio State football on because I'm going to see a man about a dog before I see a man about a flag, right? That's what's going on here. And then on Sunday, 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 the return of Watson. I'm, I'm, I'm reveling in what Bull was talking about here. Watson with a big day here on Sunday Yo, in the go. warm weather of the DMV because you got to calm people. People here, you know, they, they, go to the, they go to the nth degree here real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, the world is sinking. The world is sinking. I like relax, relax. We already had a tough hand with that suspension being handed down here, and we get into reality. Watson will return after much work is put in. He will return, and in the off season, what we can hope for as we move into 2023 is that what the Cavs make a good run here in 2023, make the necessary moves to get better here, and then we get into the summer. You have the Indians. The Indians. The Guardians doing their thing again, right? Tito and the good mm-hmm. management. And it was going to the fall. And by that time, I hope that the Cleveland Browns have their act together and figure out exactly what they have at their disposal mm-hmm. and get out of their own way and stop tripping on their own feet. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good. Mike. If you guys don't mind, I'm going to use my final take to share something from um, a holiday special that I did for WKYC. 
this was going to be used last week. I forget why I didn't air it, but it would have made more sense then. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this as a commercial break. Quick commercial break. Let's take a look. Stepdad Station. Stepdad Station. Stepdad Station. Stepdad Station. Your one-stop shop for last-minute Christmas gifts for the gentleman your mom is with now. Stepdads are always hard to shop for because your relationship is complicated. But at Stepdad Station, we can help because we know what stepdad's like. We got all the best stepdad gifts here, such as hot sauce combo packs, beaded seat covers, Ohio State grill brushes, wow. homebrew kits, ZZ Top keychains, and belt clip phone holsters. Located in the old Parmatown Mall in the space where the Babbages used to be, Stepdad Station has everything that stepdads like, such as sausage variety samplers, radar detectors, Ohio lottery scratchers, Bud Light Lime six packs, those little ropes that hold your sunglasses on, Aerosmith's Pandora's box box sets, and these things. It's all right here at Stepdad Station, right in between the T-Mobile store and that place where they sell swords. We have everything, personalized beer coasters, humorous novelty signs, American Sniper on DVD, camo phone cases, various jerkies, wow. and Harley Davidson camping chairs. Damn. He's dead Let's on. Face, you and your stepdad are probably never going to be on the same page, but you have to get him something this Christmas or it'll make your mom sad. She'd at least like you to make an effort. So whether you're looking for Corona Party Guy type shirts, Bernie Kosar autographed footballs, or black denim Steely Dan hats, it's all here waiting for you at Stepdad Station. Stepdad Station. Stepdad Station. Stepdad Station. Real gifts for fake dads. <laughs> You was dead on all of those stepdad joints. When you said with that that radar detector joint, oh my god! They're always just a little behind on tech. Stepdads are just a little behind on the tech. Oh, that is so good. That's pretty good, Mike. Thanks, man. That's funny, G. Well, my my New Year's resolution is this, man. You know, a lot of people don't know. We've been here six months. Um, you know, we've eight got months. eight months. We got the green light to go uh, to, you know, March and continue on and try to, you know, bring the best content we can to you guys. So my job in the next three months is to try to, you know, take this thing and, and give as much effort as I can to make ultimate Cleveland sports show a fixture. Um, and, and so sometimes you got to you got to say it. I know a lot of people say, well, you know, don't tell them what was going on. I'm like, listen, that's what telethons is for. I, I'm trying to tell it. Like, you know, this the, the, this show is a product of the fans, right? Um, this this show will go as far as the fans will take us in their support. And that doesn't have to just be support uh, monetarily in, in terms of memberships. We would appreciate that. But the support happens where you hit those like buttons. You you call people. You reach out to Tegna. You reach out to WKYC and say, look, bro, be heard. Have your voice out there. Say, look. This is the best show out here, man. This is something that's groundbreaking. We appreciate the, uh, the authenticity. We appreciate the topics they talk about. We appreciate the energy level that they bring. And hopefully as this thing grows, we grow with the community. You know, we don't want to be a, a, a fly-by-night type organization and we just show up and talk sports for about, a, a, you know, eight to six months and we disappear. We want to make this thing something where you look back and say, remember when the remember the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show was on, man, when it first came on? Look how far it came or look how much of a fixture it is now on the Internet and television. So, you know, we are a product of the people. That's why I got a belt that says the people's champs because I understand how proud and how and how pivotal people are to your success. This isn't just me up here. 
I look at it as a partnership with us and the community. And so I feel like uh, you guys will, will, will take us as far as we go. And if you were willing to, we're willing to put in the work and continue to give you great content for, on a long-term basis. Well said, G. And, and when you see us on the street or wherever in a supermarket or always say hello. Don't be hello. afraid to say hello. I know I can tell every once in a while, like most people I meet, They'll come up and say hello, but every once in a while I see I'll see a guy, a guy looking at like, me, and, he, and he's thinking I can tell he's thinking of himself. Should I go say hello? Uh, you know. I promise, Bull will not laser you. I, we, I, we good. Say hello. I love when people come say up. Say hello, man. My we wife gets the kick that. out of it. I prefer. And not we to be do approached. appreciate. I, we, I when I went to wrestling the other night, I met some really cool fans, and a couple said, "I miss you on the radio." A lot of times, with older fans have had a hard time transitioning. Yeah. So, if you're a younger fan, bring them to the, bring them to YouTube. We love what we're doing here, as G just said. We're going to keep doing this as long as they let us. So, uh, but it, you, you fans are so much a, a part of it. I, I want to say one more thing. Uh, you know, I've been through a lot, and my family's been through a lot over the last couple of years. We've had a lot going on. Some I've talked about, some I haven't. But um, I think, you know, life is short in the grand scheme of things. And I, 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 as I talked about before, keeping things in perspective, you know, I, I get aggravated about a lot of stuff. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that do. Keep in mind what's important as we celebrate the holidays, as we spend time with our families. Remember what's important. Family, friends, mm -hmm. these are things that are most important. Sometimes we obsess about nonsense, clothes, or, or uh, uh, social media, or our phones. And yeah, these are extra things. But remember, remember, the most important thing is your family, your friends, the people that are important to you, the people that are there for you, that love you. Keep those people as the number one priority. That means more than anything else. Absolutely. Everybody, guys, happy new happy year. Happy new year to happy every, new year. Happy everybody. New year, everybody. Happy new year, guys. Absolutely. And for those of you who are... Uh, members of the coaches tier, we got one more bonus content coming up for you next. What are we talking about, Mikey, in the, in the bonus? Our favorite sports memories of 2022. That's uh. an overtime next. For the rest of you, have a great new year. Uh, G and Mikey McNuggets and I uh, will be on. Uh, Jeff back with us? TBD. I don't know. On the two-minute warning show this Sunday for the second-to-last Browns game. We love you all. We'll see you later. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Peace. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.